Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You are listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous with your host, Lauren Conlon. Hey guys, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon, and guys, get ready. This is going to be a great episode. I'm joined again by the Brad Blanks of WCBS Radio. Um, or you may remember him from yelling, hey, you guys in the Goonies. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and Arthur Cade of NHL Celebrity Rap and Celebrity Page. So get your popcorn ready because we are going to entertain the crap out of you guys today with this special Oscars episode. Now, just for the regular listeners, there won't be um, an episode coming out on Monday because... I'm tired. I've been giving you guys a ton of content. So the next episode will be released on um, the next Monday, February 17th. Now, guys, be warned, none of us are claiming to be film critics over here, but we do watch a lot of movies and we do talk to a lot of celebrities. So if you didn't listen to the special episode with Brad and I, Tales from the Red Carpet, I want to reiterate that Brad and Arthur and I met by actually standing next to each other on um, different carpets and then we became friends or... Maybe I just think we're friends. I don't know, guys. Are we friends? Yes, we are okay. friends. <laughs> yes. I have to disagree, but it's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. Shooter, Red Lobster on me. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. No, we're friends. So, okay, cool. So you guys are doing well. You guys look great. Um, even though this is a podcast, you guys both look phenomenal. Um, there you go, Arthur. Good job. Good feedback. (laughs) Okay. She's like, you're never invited back. No, no, no. Okay, guys. So we're going to dive right in. Let's start by talking about um, Best Picture and and our top picks. So Best Picture this year, we've got The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, and Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. Brad, what is your pick this year? Well, it, it's a, it, this gets in. Is it a pick or what I would like to win? So what, let's, yeah, let's do both. What do yeah, you think will win and what maybe should win? Well, it's, it'll be 1917 will win with a late rush from Parasite. Mm. But I think, you know, I'm a once upon a time in Hollywood guy. I love that. I think it should win most categories. You know, uh, fantastic. Wow. I love Tarantino at his best. And, okay. Uh, yeah, and I love nostalgia and I love the magic and, you know, uh, don't worry, I didn't get too wiggly when Brad Pitt took, he, took his shirt off, but I, it, it played a great, <laughs> it played a great r- moment in the movie. So, uh, okay. yeah, I love that movie. So, yeah, there I am. It's what, but what's going to win? There you go, Arthur. What will win? What do you think, Arthur? So after listening to Brad, we are friends because I 100% <laughs> agree with you. Uh, 1917 is going to win. All the precursors are pointing towards it. Parasite has that late rush, just like Brad said. I 100% agree with you, Brad. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the best movie of the year, was my favorite movie probably the last five years, and mm-hmm. all I want to do is hang out with Rick Dalton and Cliff Booth in real life. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like, totally forget agree. the three days around the Sharon Tate murders, I just want to go hang out with them and let's go party in Hollywood. <laughs> 
that's that's the pitch right there. Yeah, no, I agree. They would be fun to hang out with. Um, I really enjoyed the movie, not as much as you guys did. Um, I don't know. I I and this goes sort of into best actor and best supporting actor. But Brad and and Leo, they were very very average to me. In really, yes, wow, because they, like <laughs> they even joked about it. They're playing themselves. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm skipping far ahead. But Great. my what my was- pick is a hundred percent Parasite. Even though it'll probably win best foreign language film, not um you know best picture. Parasite, Parasite. If that wins, I will oh, be it's so, It's an so amazing happy. movie. Amazing. Uh, it's, it's an amazing movie. Amazing. I mean, yeah, you guys yeah. obviously know my pick was Uncut Gems, but R- the stodgy yeah. old oh white guys gosh, that, yeah. you know, run the Academy <laughs> were assholes about this. So, I mean, you know, whatever. But um, I don't know. What is you guys... I want to ask your opinion on Jojo Rabbit, only because this is fresh in my head. I just watched it. I really... I liked it. I I thought there was maybe some offensive aspects of it. Like with I'm not Jewish, but like if one were Jewish, would you be offended that that Hitler was like super likable at the beginning of the movie? Is that like bad to say? I don't even know. Like I no. Well, before I, before we get into Jojo Rabbit, I just have to say if there was an Oscar category for best interview with an Oscar contender, mm. Brad Blanks's <gasps> interview yes! with the director of Parasite, Bong Joon Ho, yes. would would win. Anybody guys, follow yes. Brad on Instagram and watch this interview; it's the greatest. But- At Brad Blanks, please watch this interview. He just posted it today. He is so funny. It's it's so good. I mean, so so good. Yeah. Well, the translators, Arthur, we've been there with translators before, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, like we we have. But watching, oh my gosh, Brad is. A legend when it comes to interviews, and just watching that, I'm like, here's the Oscar. That's that's <laughs> right. it right there. Forget the movie, Oscar for best interview. But coming back to Jojo Rabbit, yes. I love the way that and Taika. No one can do what he did here with this in terms of taking such a heavy topic. And I'm Jewish myself, so okay. this is a topic that cl- cl- that hits close to home. To take a topic like that and make it funny and lighthearted and entertaining and educational was brilliant. It definitely belongs in the best picture category. I don't know that I would put it anywhere near the top because I think Once Upon a Time, Parasite, 1917, I loved Uncut Gems, which I thought got snubbed in a lot of categories, but Mm -hmm. it was an exceptional movie, great topic matter, and an interesting way of attacking that topic matter. And it just shows, you know, that Taika is one of the great minds in Hollywood right now. But yeah. you'll probably get to Taika later on, won't you? There's, he's, well, there's a chance for I him mean, to... Maybe- so he he actually, I don't know if you guys saw, but he just won Best Adapted Screenplay at the Writers Guild Awards, which I was there. And um, he was basically the only one I wanted. And him and his publicist walked right by me. Oh, and she looked geez. at me and she's like, sorry. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the business will <laughs> um, get knows before yes, a yes. exactly. Yeah. So that was very, very disappointing to me because, like I said, I was rooting for him. I liked the movie. But I'm I'm glad to hear that it I guess it wasn't as offensive as I sort of thought initially. I did think there's a little bit of cliche in there too, you know, like like there you know what I'm saying? Like the girl in the attic, they find her, da da da. But but again, I really enjoyed it and I I, I loved it. So but yes. But not a best not a not it's not gonna win best picture. No, I don't think right. so. Yeah. And no. what I actually liked is we're living in such a PC driven culture and kind of like what you said there, Lauren. Taika pushed the boundaries and Mm -hmm. to take topic matter, even if it wouldn't have been as successful as I think it was, just the the imagination to push topic matter to to a boundary like that and create a conversation. We're not seeing enough filmmakers do that right now. Mm -hmm. And I think he did that. And just for that, he deserves a lot of praise. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. This is a stack category this year. I mean, this is a year That's that awesome. it's like, right? Like, yeah. there's so, so many good, good movies. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's kind of crazy. And the fact we've got, we're talking about Parasite making this late charge. Yeah. It's, it's. Yes. I mean, if yeah. I had to knock a movie, I would knock Little Women out of there. Right, well, I'm sorry. But, I feel bad. This should be girl power, but oh, no. No, no. Well, this whole late charge thing's crazy because middle of December, we weren't even talking about 1917 and yes. it gets released. <laughs> Yes. And no one had seen it. It hadn't done any of the festivals in Toronto or Venice. And then all of a sudden, bang. I feel like if you are if you were an early favorite, you'd yeah. kind of be felt like you're robbed, being yeah. robbed. Mm-hmm. On this totally. Yeah, exactly. And then it won the Golden Globe. And I was like, like I was like, oh, my God, I, I guess I should see it. Right. I don't even know. It was fine. It was good. It was good. Brilliant how they did it, how they made it. Yeah. I mean, it's Roger Deakins at, its best, at his best. And he's probably the greatest living cinematographer of all time. But what was fascinating is, going back to the Golden Globes, Lauren, when you see Sam Mendes up there, and he literally had the greatest sales pitch of all time. He's like, we won. Go see this in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like made a gajillion dollars. Yeah. You know, it's a front runner for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking back, is there a film that has built up that kind of momentum coming out of an award show that had such a late release? Because you think about Once Upon a Time mm-hmm. in Hollywood, it had an early release. There was a lot of momentum. You've got major movie stars. Yes. You know, people love Brad and Leo. Parasite obviously was the cult favorite this year, and it was the movie that everybody just loved to love, and it was mm. fun and weird and But crazy. we weren't even talking best picture for that. Right. Yeah, 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 best right. foreign exactly. film, give him the best foreign film, exactly. happy move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no one had seen 1917 yet, and then mm-hmm. Sam Mendes comes up and he's like, all right, go see my film. We won. Yeah. yeah it's and, amazing. And now just blown away at yeah. all the I mean, all the categories. I, again, I, I liked it. It's a great war movie. I like war movies, but I... I don't know. Again, I knew what to expect, kind of. I'm like, this is... Uh, oh, I'm watching it the whole time going, ah, oh, these guys are just going to clean up at the Oscars. Really? The whole time. I didn't I'm just, even think yeah, yeah, yeah. of that. No, the whole time. Like, this, is just, this is just Oscar yeah. bait. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. Marriage Story, that... I, well, that's my best... It, that was my early... Uh, you favorite for best picture. You didn't like that. I would rather watch wow. Bernie Sanders pick apples you didn't like, like off of a tree oh my gosh. for, for well, three hours, yeah, however long it was. The son of know. divorced parents. I watched that. Okay. And I, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Oh, I loved it. Okay. Loved it. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to touch on that because I actually loved it too and I didn't expect to love it. Mm. The interesting thing about Marriage Story was it was a film that didn't capitalize on trying to be dramatic. It just felt like you were watching a documentary about a friendly divorce. You know, you think back to, let's say, the Kramer versus Kramer days. Mm. When people make those kinds of movies, it's like, let me scream at you, you scream at me, you're taking away my child, mm-hmm. and it's World War Three. This just felt like two regular people who had grown out of love with each other. Right. And they were just having difficulty figuring out, hey, how's this all going to work and what happens next with our life? Mm-hmm. The only complaint I really had with Marriage Story is, we're, guys, we're living in 2020. You can have a bi-coastal parenting situation. <laughs> they, they were treating it like they were never going to – like Adam Driver's like, I'm never going to see my kid yeah, again. I wanted to know I fought for yeah. it. It's like, dude, relax. Like, yeah, yeah, come on. Guys, it's called Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, he, and he, his character in five years' Delta time airline. anyway, he was odds on to become he, – he's going to win his uh, – that character was going to win an Oscar in five years anyway. Well, the best. Can you you imagine imagine he's like, he's in the Oscar running and she's like giving him a call at five years and she's like, 
hey, baby, we yep. may have made a mistake. Yeah, that's right. yeah <laughs> exactly. Well, I exactly. love that. I, I, Lauren, I thought you really liked that. You're I the, liked it. You're I, the one that told me the, you know the Broadway references. I'm not I a Broadway liked, guy. I did. I liked the Sondheim references because, again, I liked company. But now in this category with Best Picture, I think it's like, again, it's right next to Little Woman. No offense, Noah and wow. Greta. I know you guys, well, you, were, you, you know. You, but, were, you, you're the one that said, oh, I said, oh, geez, I really liked that song at the end. I, I got quite emotional <laughs> yeah. on that. And you go, Brad, that's from company. <laughs> like, and I had to make out that I was kind of famous. I, I know I didn't know that at all. Well, it's interesting <laughs> too. Because didn't make it to Australia. <laughs> it's interesting too because both of you are married. I'm a single, you know, yes. man, and it touched me. And I'm, but I'm a product of divorce, so okay. it touched me in such a unique way because my parents did have that type of relationship. They're friendly. They're, they're not not like they're texting each other like, "Hey, did you watch a Lakers game last night?" <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah. But but you know we had a bar, joint bar mitzvah. They've always been on great terms. My grandmother and grandfather are always like tell your mom happy birthday, tell her we said hello, tell her we love her. And to see that type of situation where Adam Driver's walking into the house and the mom's like I love you, yeah, that, that was right. a great scene too. I, I, I yeah. connected that, so it's funny to hear two married people and one really connected with it, and one was kind of like eh. Mm-hmm. Look at you got two sensitive guys yeah, here. I Lauren, know yeah. two sensitive wow. guys, and I'm yeah. I am the You're ice the queen. Bitch. Yeah, I am. I'm the Didn't bitchy. Like <laughs> I'm the bitchy ice queen that was Lauren. like, "This is fine, but if you are going to skip a couple movies, like I said, wow, I'm looking Lauren. Little Women. You know the story and Marriage Story. Right. Again, if you want to see some married people bicker and and get emotional, I mean, Laura Dern's performance is incredible. I'll say that. I think Scarlett's performance was better in Jojo Rabbit than it was for this. I also think you know Lupita Nyong'o was snubbed for us and ScarJo gets nominated for this and same with Alfre Woodard and Clemency I mean to me that is like mind blowing and that's sort of talking maybe what Joaquin had mentioned at the BAFTA awards like you know you're kind of you're snubbing people of color so those are just two females that you know I don't know or in the uh, best a- or were snubbed in the best actors category. But so, all right, so you don't like uh, Little Women, you don't like Marriage Story, so you'll never get invited to dinner to Noah and Greta's house. In no, Brooklyn. they are right. never going to invite me, <laughs> right. and it's probably better that way right. because I probably fall asleep at the day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. They're very talented people. They're extremely talented. It's just not my style. Uh, it's funny because you know? I actually really enjoyed Little Women. Okay, and I've seen the various versions. I thought she did just an incredible job with it. I think Florence Pugh is probably the best actress young actress for the next five to Agreed. ten years she's probably kind of in that jennifer lawrence mold that we're seeing her at the very beginning of mm-hmm. what is going to be just an incredible arc i think saoirse she's a young meryl streep she's mm-hmm. what four-time oscar nominee it's I insane mean, i prefer winona i don't know i liked winona as that part maybe that's just because i grew up with the other you know what i mean <laughs> that is what i'm partial to except i agree with you florence to me was phenomenal so yeah she's had a monster year florence Pugh, and mm-hmm. she's just only going to get better and better and she's got black widow on the way and yes. she's a monster she's a movie star and mm-hmm. she's going to be an a-lister for a long time Agreed. Um, so before we, we go too far uh, into Best Picture, let's just move on to Best Actor. We've got Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, Jonathan Price, Two Popes. So, Brad, what's wow. your what's your pick? It's uh, Yeah, it's going to be Joaquin. Yes. Yeah, is going to win. And look, when I saw that, I went, oh, he's got it already. And that was back in October. That was an early... Yeah, it was like October 5th release, wasn't it? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, he's got this. And then as the other films progressed, yeah, and again, this gets back to Marriage Story, I was Adam Driver. I was you thought Ad- it was Adam? Yeah, Adam, when I saw Marriage Story, I thought it was the best performance he's ever put out there, Adam wow. Driver's performance. And mm. and I still, yeah, again, you know how we feel about Marriage Story. I loved yeah. Adam Driver, but yeah. Joaquin, wow. You know, so. Agreed. 
So Joaquin's going to win. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. I actually think Leo was better. I thought Leo in Once Upon a Time, there are scenes, I've seen the movie twice now, there are scenes there between him and Julia oh. Butters or when he's in the trailer and he's blowing lines and he can't remember his lines <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah, just yeah. like, and that was all improv, by the way. Quentin has been saying in interviews that Leo just came up with that whole thing. But the way he connected to that character, because it essentially was a representation of him. Here's a guy who has been right. famous for so long. And all of a sudden, we're seeing this dichotomy between him on the downslope of a career while Sharon Tate is on the upslope. And to see the the two various arcs happening simultaneously in the way he played that, the accent, the physicality. And it's just incredible. I mean, I loved Leo in The Revenant, but I think this is probably the greatest Leo performance of his career. Oh, amongst, my gosh. Amongst some wow. incredible performances. I love how, like, strongly you feel about this just because Loved I it. really, truly feel like it was so average. Yeah, you didn't that's like so it. Fun. Wow. No, it's not I that I didn't it. like it. I totally – I loved it too. I think that's what my, my thing is that these films, they're fine. They're, they're good. I just – I don't know. Like – I guess, again, I know that Joaquin will win. I think he deserves to win. I think Antonio is right behind him because I of loved yeah, his performance. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I loved it. There, wasn't there, there was like buzz that he was might have went to the fav, you know, into right. favoritism for right. a stage there. And then it really swung back Joaquin's way. But, I mean, Jonathan Price, but not Eddie Murphy for Dolomite or Adam Sandler. Again, that oh, to me, Adam, I'm kind of like, yeah. you guys, you've really messed that up. And, and Adam Driver getting these romantic leads all the time. I also well, don't get I'm, that. It might be the I, end of it. It might be the end of the romantic leads for him. See, I mean, I hope so. I yeah. like he has the the sex appeal of like a dumpster fire to me. I don't. <laughs> wow. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like I don't see you as these like you know I don't know women. It, fighting. It's so I, funny you say that because I I hear it both ways with him. I hear women who are obsessed with him and. He's that guy who's not traditionally good looking, but right. women are just like, oh, he radiates something. He's not Brad Pitt. I mean, Brad, no. Pitt, Brad Pitt radiates both men, women, aliens. Everybody's going to love and be in love with Brad Pitt. Adam Driver's got something different about him, mm-hmm. and I get it. He's not that, you know, traditional leading man, but something is there. So I think I'm also about personality as well and just from being on a few different carpets yeah. with him, oh, he, wow. he never yeah. talks, no. which is fine. Oh, my gosh. It's not your job, I guess, to talk as an actor unless you're contracted that you have, you know, that's and that's totally fine. When he does talk, I don't I, I don't see a ton of personality there, I guess, whereas some people, they give you so much personality. And like like Adam Sandler, for example, he's been doing this oh, for 20 oh. years plus, and he's still so fresh and so fun on the carpet. And Adam Driver, it's like you came on the scene, you know, what? Five six years ago, you shouldn't. I don't know. You should give. I, I, I you know it. what I'm saying. Just give right? something. Give oh yeah, something. No, give something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give See, but something. We're, we're talking at it. We're talking at the topic from and being an entertainment journalist, right? Yes. But I remember when I was young, because as we all know, and you are the same way, Brad. We're incredibly outgoing extroverts, and I remember my stepmother saying to me, "Women love mystery." And I think Adam Driver. That whole. <laughs> wow. That whole. Is that, is that, was, was that my problem? She's that my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my stepmom used to say, "Just shut up, just shut." Wow. But women love mystery, and I think that's yeah. part of the Adam Driver thing. Is just what you said, Lauren. You really don't know what's behind the mask. You don't know what's uh, there, and I think part of it, whether he's uncomfortable talking on camera on a red carpet or just part of the whole marketing blitz around him. Right? There's a mystery of this guy is just bigger than life, and we're going to keep him behind the wall. Right. And I think I think that is part of the shtick around the building of Adam Driver. Right. I just, I don't know. I guess I just don't, 
I respect the fact that he doesn't want to talk. Totally get that. But it's like, for me, again, it's all about personality. I like you more when you start talking. I want to and- be there for that moment when he lights up your life. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you oh, imagine he's walking down a red yeah. carpet and he skips everybody yeah. and they're pulling him away? <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, Lauren's like, Adam, and he comes over and he's yeah. like, Hey, sweetheart. I, I won't. I mean, that will never happen. All, all of a sudden, know. it's a 10 minute exclusive. <laughs> yeah, and it's, Lauren's dishing on Sondheim <laughs> with him, how he hit those like notes beautifully. Have, and he actually did. I will give him that. He That's one of my favorite songs. And yes, he did. He totally did. I thought that so. scene, that scene was his. I watched, when I saw yeah. that, him sing, I went. That's his Oscar right there. The, he has just won the Oscar that, that Singing moment. being alive. Oh, yeah. Did, yeah. did you guys also hear about the Terry Gross moment? Where, no. So, you know, Terry Gross, yeah. Fresh Air, one of the great interviewers mm-hmm. of all time. She had Adam Driver on, and a lot of times during her interviews, she will play parts of the movie while the celebrity listens in. Adam, I guess, and his team had specifically told her, hey, Adam doesn't like either watching himself or hearing himself. Just refuses to. Oh, Gosh, and like, I don't know if there had been an agreement. I don't remember the exact story, but yeah. there had been some kind of discussion where she would not play a clip. Well, she ended up playing a clip. He ended up leaving midway through oh, the I interview. I did hear about that. And, and it's it, it, and again, I thought you know, listen, it's it's so hard from our perspective because I I try to tell even friends this. We look at the world, the entertainment world, in such a different fashion. For us, like you said, Lauren, it's like mm-hmm. we love Adam Sandler. Right. He could make a hundred bad movies in a row and he's still a beloved figure to us because mm-hmm. he's the greatest dude. I told the story recently about how I was on a red carpet in Malibu. And a, when a celebrity says to you, hey, we'll be back in five minutes, the chances of them coming back are negative 83%. <laughs> and Adam came back in five minutes. And that's the type of stuff where – I loved that. That yeah, was so great. The, the nicest guy in Hollywood and went through this whole – Oscar push, which he should have gotten nominated, by the way. I love them in Uncut 100%. Gems. But that that makes him so different in our eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think bias plays into that for us a little bit because we end up cheering for the people we like. It's just subconscious. It's who we are because we see the business from that angle. Of course. But at the same time, you know, Adam, as we're talking about him, there's a separation between is he a super press-friendly guy, which – in Junkets, he's great and he's fine. Doesn't talk on the red carpets. It's been for a long time, ever since the girls' days. Oh, you mean Adam, Adam Driver. Driver? Adam yeah, Driver. Sorry, sorry okay. Adam yeah. Driver. But the guy is a brilliant actor and he's done really great work in a, both Broadway and film. Mm-hmm. And he's, at this point, one of the, 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 the great leading men in Hollywood and most in-demand leading, and most in-demand right. leading men in Hollywood. And so it's interesting. I don't mean to like, you know, drink haterade over Adam Driver and Merritt. You know, I don't mean that. He's, of course, he's talented. I guess it's like you said, we tend to root for people that we really we love. Like. Yeah, yeah, we love. Yeah, but yes, there's no denying that, that he's extremely talented. Um, but so- on that note, Wakeem's really made a comeback. Of talking to people in the last month. I would never oh, even dare to try to like put a microphone in yeah, that face. Yeah, but he's face. back. He's chatty. He's happy. He's upbeat. He's positive. Yeah. Like what True. an Oscar push. So True. I, I yeah. do, we, we talked about Joker and I kind of steered the conversation a little bit away from that. And I know you want to move on, Lauren, but I just want to say something about the Joker performance. I thought it was really, really great, but it wasn't Joaquin's greatest performance. Like that character wasn't as interesting or dynamic to me as the master and a couple other characters that he's done. I felt like throughout the movie – there were moments that he was still searching for the character. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I remember watching and thinking, all right, it was really, really good. The movie, it didn't move me, right. but I thought it was really good and interesting and, and a Scorsese-like take on a superhero film with the grittiness and the edginess and the dirt. I loved it. Yeah. But I thought he's had – I think he's had stronger performances where with Leo, 
I thought this was a defining performance of his career so far. Do you agree, do you agree with that? Oh, no, I love I love Leo in it, but I I, I didn't I, I didn't think Oscar winner. Same, you know, um, But yeah. I loved him. No, no, that's, that's, I just right. I mean I love that movie, and I watched that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again, and I was so taken even again. And it's one of those movies if you even if you watch it on your phone or on your computer or your you know iPad, you you can scroll yeah. through scenes and go back and watch another scene and. Oh, it's so good. You know so, what's funny yeah. with Once Upon a Time too is I <laughs> saw it with one of my good friends. <laughs> no. I saw it with one of my good friends, and he didn't have any background on the Sharon Tate murders and the Charles Manson stuff. Oh wow! And he didn't. I, this is a horrible thing to say. I don't think he got the movie. And once I explained it to him, I could see him kind of halfway falling asleep through the movie. And I'm like, this is so interesting. Yeah. And once I explained it to him, and I'm like, hey, this was a fairy tale. The guy just essentially rewrote history. I, I think, and it clicked for me. He's like, okay, now I get it. It's a brilliant movie. So that being said, I think right. a lot of people, if you're not up on the Sharon, you Tate, are so right about that. I have heard that from so many people. Like, oh, I didn't realize that you were so so right. Um, yeah. That's a and, really good and point. And even yeah. that really makes the you know Margot Robbie scenes when she's on her own at the movie theater. They go for yeah. so long, but they're so rich. She's so good. It's just oh setting her up as this giggly little you know girl that's moved to LA and she's fallen in this Hollywood world, and you're kind of so sad. While Watching her, it's so sad. Yeah, it's so sad watching her. Well, just and that's want to be a movie star. That's yeah. the point of the movie, though, is you're seeing fame from two opposite spectrums. Right. You're seeing the decline of fame, and you're seeing the the beginning of the arc of fame. And to see the the, the different perspectives where Leo, you know, is panicking every three seconds, and he's like, "I gotta make Italian movies," you know. And you're just like, <laughs> right. and meanwhile, you know, Sharon Tate is like, right. "I'm on the poster right there. Can I get a free ticket?" Mm-hmm. It, was, I thought it was just so I did. I loved that. I love that. Um, okay, so let's move on to Best Actress, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, um, Sir Sharon in Little Women, and Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Selweger for Judy. Brad? Well, well look, it, it's, I guess, I mean, I, I'm only going from, I have not seen Judy. Okay. Proudly stating that. Okay. But everyone tells me she's going to win the Oscar. She's overwhelming favorite. Okay. And I'm like, and that, that movie came out at the beginning of October. And I'm like, how can you win an Oscar from the mm-hmm. beginning of your poor yeah. old Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga a year ago released that, that same weekend a year ago and they were fizzled out by the end of October. Right. You know, which is saddens me still to this day. That should have got more Oscars and I mean, more she, nominations. She hasn't really been on the scene though. She even said that in her for what, yeah. like how many years? I mean, that's kind of crazy. So and, she's gonna, and, and so she's going to win. Like, uh, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I love Charlize Theron. You know, I thought she was incredible in Bombshell. Um, her Megan but, Kelly voice was really good. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, so I can't even, I haven't, I've just lost that whole category. I've just gone, oh, yeah. I'm confused. I actually, Actually, I don't She's have a win. pick. I don't know. Yeah. It, I don't. It, it, it's interesting because this is probably the least interesting Oscars in terms of who's going to win that we've had in recent. Yeah. Like they're, the guaranteed winners, everyone knows them already. It's it's a runaway in pretty much every category, barring just some kind of insane out of this world surprise. Right. Renee's going to win. Yeah. Her performance was in, in, incredible. I mean, she really did become Judy Garland and mm-hmm. the singing. And the interesting thing to me was that you're right, Charlize. Any other year probably wins this category. She became Megyn Kelly. Although I thought the movie was kind of forgettable, but Mm -hmm. her role in it was she became this woman. But Renee, this is the performance of her life. And it also makes you appreciate that after she wins this Oscar, she's probably in the all-time pantheon of great actresses. Mm -hmm. Think about it now. Like Cold Mountain, the, the, The Range, Bridget Jones, Jerry Maguire. This, she's done it all. 
and she's done it over a long span of time. She's won major awards now. She's kind of in that category yeah. of like the all time greats yeah. now. Right? Yep. You had me I mean, at hello. After. Yeah. You had me. There. You had me. <laughs> she, I mean, she's she's a co- Bridget Jones. She's a comedy yes. genius. Yeah. Who else could have pulled she off is. that character? No, I and, agree. And then when you interview her, she's so shy and you know is sweet she? and yeah, and yeah. she's got the Texas accent too, right. which is yeah. in, the greatest thing is when people have accents. I was actually thinking of you, Brad, because I interviewed Sarah Snook from uh, Succession yeah. last week, and you know, Shiv on Succession is just this hardcore, rough and tumble yeah. New Yorker, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. al- alpha type power woman and then she's in front of you and she's got this hardcore australian accent i'm like that's so yeah. cool and yeah. she's so bubbly as well yeah oh, she she's is. awesome so, um yeah. so you said uh cynthia yeah, Arrivo. Fat, Arrivo yeah. Fat, i mean she, she's i mean i'm watching the outsider oh my God, i was yeah. just gonna say she, that she's, she's, she's so gonna win good in that. she'll win best supporting actress in oh emmy, emmy award she's yeah. so good so she's gonna win a lot of awards i don't even yeah. know why she got not i mean yeah not, yeah I mean, it's I, wonderful she got i will say i like i mentioned i do think that lapita was snubbed for us i thought she was spectacular in that and and i thought that alfrey woodard was great in clemency. I don't see how she didn't get nominated over over Scarlett Johansson, but I, I don't know. I think the us thing is there's a stigma with that type oh. of movie where mm-hmm. it's not Oscar bait. You know, you look at the Judy Garland role. If you were to have a the check boxes, Renee checks every single box. Biopic, beloved figure, replicated, created this perfect character. She mm-hmm. has their Oscar moment there in the third act. There's all those boxes being checked. Charlize, same thing. Sersha, you know, it's a it's a true boutique Oscar I thought you were movie. Gonna, uh, lucky you didn't go there on the Robert Downey Jr. Tropic Thunder um, <laughs> line. Lucky you dropped a few lines at half. I was going to save you. No, like, no, no, no. Don't, mention, not, don't say it. Not looking to ruin my career today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. yet. No, the, poor guy, the poor guy gets cancer cultured, and he's actually reciting uh, a Robert Downey Jr. line from Tropic Thunder. Oh, God. But you're going no, for all oh the points. No, no, but... but uh, Renee hits all the boxes. Yeah. Mm. Cynthia Erivo, if you want to talk about probably the uh, most talented yeah. woman on she's that list. She's going to win a lot of Oscars. Yeah. She is. Oh, I mean, is. she can do it all. Her voice is oh, also, insane. oh gosh. Yep. I didn't even saw the color purple on Broadway. She was incredible. Um, she's from, she's yeah. in a different, she's one of those women that when you talk about God gifted somebody with a level of talent that yes. makes us all just look and, awful. And, <laughs> and the opposite of Adam Driver, which she does interviews, <laughs> uh, she just lights up. Yes. Yeah, And it's fun and wants and to talk. And she's another one. She's been on the yeah. scene for only like, what, five to seven years. So she's like still kind of fresh. Like, yeah. and, and that's how I kind of thought Adam Driver She's been would be, on but... the movie scene only five to right, seven. Okay. That's the thing is she's one of those people that, She's been doing this for a long time, but it's mm-hmm. been mainly in the Broadway realm. Right. And if you were to talk to people on Broadway because of the color purple, they'd be like, oh, my God, she is a talent in a different stratosphere. Yes. But now that talent and very few Broadway stars are able to make that mainstream transition. But mm-hmm. when they do, the respect factor around that is, all right, this person paid their dues. They did it on the stage. And now they've been able to replicate it into movie and television roles and the respect level is just right. even higher because of that. I wonder if they find that like so much easier. They're like only a day of shooting, mm-hmm. not eight shows a week that's yeah. like grueling on my body and my vocal cord. Like, right? Like yeah. I wonder if they're like, oh, it's so easy. I'm just filming tomorrow. No, but it's sure a di- I can it's, go out for a couple it, drinks. I it's a know. different type of acting. That's <laughs> The interesting thing is for Broadway people, they love that because they're projecting to a crowd. 
Mm -hmm. they're they're feeding off the crowd where when you're doing movie and television you have to really bring it i'm talking (laughs) i'm like like lee strasberg here (laughs) you've got to bring it down yes wow how how much i can venmo you 25 bucks an hour and teach me how to act listen i'm ready to i'm ready to use this podcast studio and let's start doing acting classes right okay so let's just go to best supporting actor and actress we'll touch on this really quickly tom hanks a beautiful day the neighborhood. What is that? Come on. I don't know. Well, how did he get I nominated? I don't know. Anthony yeah. Hopkins, Two Popes, Al Pacino, The Irishman, Joe Pesci, The Irishman, and your boyfriend, Brad Pitt, guys. Oh, well, so. it's uh, Brad Pitt's to lose. Yeah, right. He's I think I think the 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 category where he where someone was robbed was Brad Pitt's abs should have been nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll agree with you on that. Uh, I definitely best, definitely he should have won best TV antenna fixer. Oh yeah, yeah. He's up on the roof. That's TV, roof. TV repair. Like, I what, mean, what do you yeah, think no. happens in that scene? Do you think yeah. like Quentin's that, filming that's and Brad's like gratuitous abs? That's all it is. <laughs> do you think yeah. it's like Quentin, like Brad? Take your shirt off. Yeah. Let's get. Let's, yeah. I'm gonna yes. win you. I'm gonna win you an Oscar right yeah. now. Yeah, this is it. Where do you think Brad's like behind the scenes? Is it like a a 56 year old flex? Like if I was 56 <laughs> and looked like Brad Pitt, I would literally film every scene is without my 50, shirt on. Is he 56? He's 56 years old. I can't. I cannot believe that. Wow. Yeah, he's one of the last true movie stars. Him and Leo, they're part of that class where they're the last of a generation. And this is for Brad. This was the role of his life. I mean, this was really he was he's an actor who needed that defining role. I mean, he's done it all. He's producing incredible projects. You look at young Brad. He had kind of those defining roles with Thelma and Louise and in, in Fight Club and a couple others. But this was the aged, weathered. I'm a veteran actor, and I'm now going to show you my whole toolbox moment for Brad Pitt. That's really interesting. When you say that, I actually I like his performance a little more. Um, maybe I should have talked <laughs> talked through some of these movies before I made my decisions. No, but now, you know what? It's not uh, too late. Yeah. I guess. Who do you, but, what do you think then? So this is tough for me because I don't. I generally didn't think that any of them in the supporting category were were so great. Um, Probably Al Pacino. Right. I know that that's Joe Pesci. What about Pesci? He's yeah. he was good. He was good. Uh, yeah, right. he was good. I don't know. I but again, I think that maybe I'll change my mind and root for Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, it's Brad the problem. Right? The problem for Pesci is you're always going to compare, even though it's totally different roles, a totally different type of movie from Scorsese. You're always going to think about Pesci as Goodfellas Pesci and mm-hmm. Casino Pesci and. The over-the-top Pesci. And this was such a different performance from him. Isn't that what makes him stand out? To be an Oscar favorite? I think when it, he was, probably yeah. he was an Oscar favorite three months ago. I think in right. any other year, if Brad Pitt wasn't in this category, this is Brad Pitt. Every actor who's kind of that A-lister who gets that role of a lifetime like Brad Pitt did get this year, mm-hmm. there's no beating that train when they have that year. You yeah. know, it was Leo's version in Revenant when – it didn't matter if you had the greatest performance of all time. Leo was winning the Oscar that year because he's Leo. He was due. He was great in that movie. It was his time. Mm-hmm. This is Brad Pitt's time. It's almost – even though I actually think this is the best role of his life and he deserves to win, even if he didn't, there's so much love around that guy and his career and what he's done and what he's been through and the type of guy he's been that it's that Lifetime Achievement Award where they're like, we're going to give it to you, Brad, because you deserve it. Right. But personally, I think he deserves it. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy Brad Pitt. I think he will, will win it. But I'm yeah. also excited when I saw his name pop up as a producer of Lego Masters <laughs> oh. the other night. I'm like, what the heck? 
That's the amazing thing. Everything. He's he is one of the most Lego prolific. Masters on Fox. He's one of the most prolific yeah. producers yeah. right now in Hollywood. That's can do it all. Yeah. That's so random. Was he like, a hands-on producer? Was he out the back you... building Lego? Were and, these and... like the end credits that yeah, you're watching? He... I just Brad... want to put that up. Like... Well, plan, it's Plan B. Yeah, he's, he's company producing bought everything. It. Oh. Bought the rights to it to produce it in America. You just watch the credits Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. No, I knew that he did. okay. I love Will Arnett, who may never win an Oscar, but I think he's the funniest No, he's great. He's super funny. Will he win an Emmy? Yeah, he, he might. Did he, he might. He never won one for Arrested Development. That's Should have probably possible. won one. Yeah. Okay, Best Supporting Actress: Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell. Actually, I did not see that. I'll yeah, admit that. Um, that is it okay? Yeah. Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh, Little Women, Margot Robbie, Bombshell. That's a tough category. Well, we yeah, unfortunately we say it's tough, but Laura Dern's got that one in the bag right, as well. Because yeah. <laughs> yes, because so, she has yeah. picked up all of the other awards for best supporting yeah, this year. Yeah, she's um, like and she was I mean, she was comedically brilliant in that, which yes. is kind of cool. She's going to win an Oscar for something that was comedically written, which right. is pretty pretty cool. She's for, sharp. Yeah, she sharp, is. Yeah. She's great, but I I really do think that Scarjo was great and Florence Pugh was great. Um and again, I didn't see Kathy Bates, so I can't speak. But she's uh, Kathy's got one. Yeah, she doesn't need <laughs> What did she win yeah, for? Like uh, yeah, but, where she knocked off misery uh, misery okay, yeah, knocked yeah, off yeah, his face. I think yeah, you know yeah. it's funny because I think that factors so much into this conversation. Mm-hmm. I think Laura does fall into the conversation of it's time for her. You know, it's time yeah. to give her Kathy she, Kathy's one of the all-time greats, and like you said, they pretty much can say it, it, she's got one. We're good. Scar Joe, I think the the situation is she's young. Mm. She's still got a lot of time. This isn't yeah. her year. She got two two noms. Nice, which is yeah. pretty awesome. Take and, that one. That's a nice credit. Mm. See, I didn't think I don't. I love Laura, and we've all mm. interviewed her, and she's the coolest person. So she's cool. probably one of the best actresses in Hollywood. This I actually liked her character Renata in Big Little Lies, a different version <laughs> right. of this. Yes. More than I liked this. <laughs> right. And I actually thought Scar Joe was better in JoJo than Laura was in this. It was more of mm-hmm. a moving moment, a moving performance. And same thing with Florence Pugh. But I think it's one of those things where all the precursors, she's won. There's universal love around Laura. And I think the conversation for Academy voters is it's her time. Let's give Laura. She deserves it. And it was a very nuanced performance. But I always look at performances and say, could anybody else have done what they did? Mm. And I look at Brad in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I think, man, no Back one to Brad. No Back one, to Brad. Well, nobody could have pulled that <laughs> off. That was that was. Th- there is that guy. A million of those guys in Hollywood. There is this, the unrecognized stuntman who falls somewhere in the ether that no one ever heard of, and he pulled that off. That he was that guy. What about the with. recognized divorce uh, attorney? Yeah, yeah I think. <laughs> I think other people. Need a, need I think vote. other yeah, people right. could have pulled that role off. Is my point. Yes. And but she That's was a good point. she was sensational, and I do think she deserved to be nominated. But when I think about ScarJo and JoJo, I couldn't think of anyone else who would really pull that type of role so off. So I I have heard from multiple people that they thought that her accent, her German accent, was terrible. I don't right. actually know. I mean, I <laughs> I thought it was good because I don't really know anyone with a German accent. Um, what did you guys think? I mean, I, I can. I have a Northeast Philadelphia. Yeah. So, so <laughs> you're asking. I don't know if I'm the right person. I'm just happy. Well, that's what I, I have multiple people that were just like, "Oh my gosh, her accent." Was I'm just terrible. happy people can understand me now. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think Brad's got yeah. the best accent. Yeah, I, I, that I, yeah. <laughs> I get excited. If I could have one accent in life, it would be Australian. People just connect with Australia. Anytime, like I was listening to Sarah. Uh, I was listening to Sarah Snook. I'm just like, I'm in. Yeah, you're awesome. Yeah, the you're accent. Australian. I'm in. Mm-hmm. So we got Margot Robbie. Uh, of course, she's yeah. she's the best supporting actress yes. nomination. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, she's what's that? Two Talk nominations now for her. Yeah, like she's going well. She, you know? yeah, yeah, she's incredible. She's so beautiful. Um, love her. Last category we're going to talk about best director. I think I know you guys. If you guys start drooling over Quentin Tarantino, I might have to just yeah, yeah. Um, mute your, your microphone. But he's not, but, but um. not going to win. That's, <laughs> it's it's going to be Sam Mendes. It, people, okay. I, I think it was such a technological achievement and piece of mechanical storytelling of what he did with 1917. He's going to win. But, I respect that. But who else could have brought that version of LA to life in the way Quentin. I mean, think of, I rem- I could watch those driving scenes when you're just looking at and the way he filmed yeah. it when he, when you see Sharon and Polanski in the car together and you're just there with them. And I thought to myself, man, this was like the coolest f- piece of directing and filmmaking that I've seen in so long. But at the end of the day, I think 1917 was such a masterful achievement that it's his. Yeah, it's a boring thing to say. Well, I'm the same as Arthur in, in that, you know, uh, Sam Mendes is going to win. But here's the thing. We have to go into this night. We've got no host watching the Oscars, so mm-hmm. there's no real comedy going on. The presenters are going to try and crack little witty That's, you know, jokes. I'm very upset yeah. about that too. I don't so, know about you guys. So but. all we And we know that the main four categories are kind of locked in mm-hmm. the actors and actresses. Uh, and But we have to cling to the hope that maybe there's this tussle between Parasite and 1917, and and maybe cling that that maybe that's what we're going to see if you know, um, Bong the The Bong Hive, the Bong Hive, yeah, Bong Hive, (laughs) yeah, the Bong Hive come through. And imagine if he wins Best Director. I mean, I know it's a probably a long shot at this stage, but he, those two, we're going to hope that there's some intrigue. Truly, he is somebody that you look forward to his next movie. Oh, for sure. Just like Tarantino, though, you look forward, and I, I 100% agree. It's like, do I look forward to like Sam Mendes' next movie? Not as much, right? Like not as much. Or Greta Gerwig's next movie. Well, I'm just saying like Lady Bird Fine. R- like, remind me know. to never be standing next to Lauren when yeah. Greta's around. Well, well, she doesn't do interviews anyway, yeah, so yeah. what does it matter? Uh, she, I'll never. She, I've talked to her. She's you have. Like, oh. Yeah, she's very, very nice. But I, I know exactly what you're saying. You right. Know, bon, with Bong, it's interesting because when I saw Parasite, and there had been so much buzz about it, and it was selling at all the small theaters here in New York, and I had no idea. I'm like, let me not read ahead about what this is about. And I remember coming out of the theater and thinking, what the heck is, was yeah. this yep. guy – Thinking and doing, and how do you come up with this whole thing? Crazy and mind-blowing. It was moving. It, it, for me, it's always like, what movies move me? Mm-hmm. And Parasite, it didn't move me in an emotional way. Like Once Upon a Time moved me because <laughs> were you I, moved I, by Porky's when you first saw it? I mean, <laughs> I, mean I was. I mean, I mean, I think it was a teenage boy, so possibly. No, but you know, there King are mo- oh like, there, there are movies that I think about for days and months after that emotionally resonate with me. And once upon a time, I remember. You know, at the end of the day, we're all artists. You know, mm-hmm. that's I try to explain this to people that what we do is a form of art. If you watch Brad do his interviews, mm-hmm. and I always say this to you, Brad, and I, I don't mean this facetiously. I mean. You nobody can replicate what you do on a carpet. You have an ability. That's so nice, and it's I, so I say, true. No, I do, yeah. I do, I, if you've never watched Brad's mm, interviews, disheveled man standing there with a microphone—that's what I am. Yeah. <laughs> Stop but, but it. Celebrities are in promotion mode, and they are looking to hit certain sound bites and get the message of their movie. And Brad, in such a disarming way, breaks them into a moment of comfort to disarm them, and then to have comedic moments with them while still creating that promotional yes. element. And the reason I say that is because 
we're artists at the end of the day. I have my style of interviewing, mm-hmm. Lauren, you have your style of interviewing, and we connect to people, and we're probably always analyzing what did we do wrong here, yes. what didn't we 100%. ask. yeah. yeah. We're yeah. artists. Yeah. So when you look at <laughs> the artistry of it, and I look at movies, I think about, did it move me? Did the art move me? Once Upon a Time had me thinking about that movie for days. What was he trying to say? The As artists, to see the arc up and the arc down, you think think about it from us. Brad, you and I have talked about it many times about as you get older and think about where your career is going, the ups and the downs of it. Mm-hmm. It's It's such a hard thing to conceptualize. And here we're seeing it on both sides of it. I, I just found that moving to me. Maybe that's why the movie just resonated with me so much. A parasite, yeah. Oh, well, once, uh, upon time, once upon a time. Once upon a time. Yeah, once yeah. upon a time. But so. I felt like that about Uncut Gems, where I couldn't stop thinking about it. Not to give... Yeah. You know what I mean? The end, I, I was like, I can't yeah, was, stop... Th- yeah. yeah, 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 I know. Well, that right? was, that was like, a testament was... to Sandler. And the, the interesting thing yeah. with Sandler is... Oh, just makes me angry, as you're yeah. about to say. He should have gotten... The problem with him is, and I think from my perspective, the problem with him was, you just see him as Sandler. And I think... He delivered the performance of his life, but at the end of the mm-hmm. day, because he's had movies that haven't been that type of critical acclaim around them, right. I think people just couldn't separate who Adam Sandler is and what this performance was. Yeah, and he's I, like, I'll I, take my $400 million and just, yeah, uh, be yeah I'll, I'll, I'll be Netflix okay, deal. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, Parasite, let's see. That, I hope that brings you, I mean... If Bong gets up there and wins Best Director, mm-hmm. I'll be happy. I'll be fine with that. You know, yep. That's going to be my excitement for the evening yes. you know, as it pans out. I, After watching your Bong yeah. Hive interview, I want you to be the one to present it to him. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, my gosh. Big heads. We've got two big heads. <laughs> yeah, two. And he's a one sick Korean. I think I said that to him. But a, br- yeah. but a brilliant guy. Any yeah. other year, it's probably his year. I think, yeah. and, and he's such a likable guy oh, too. He is so likable. He's he's like he himself is a character. He's like mm-hmm. Taika Waititi. It's mm-hmm. just like a guy who could probably, you know, I'd love to see Bong Joon Ho in front of the camera, just like see if he can act. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, gosh, sorry, I'm still disappointed about Taika. I mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe I'll have my time. You get him. him. He kissed me last year on the cheek. Well, why are you a, making me he's so such jealous? A, yeah, he's You're such a character. Me so yes. jealous. Yeah. This could have been. So if you go back oh. as an Australian, and he's a Kiwi, you know, we're cousins down there in the Pacific <laughs> Ocean. Uh, he did episode seven, the first season of Flight of the Concords. He wrote that one and directed it, and it was um, it starred Aziz Ansari as yeah. a um, a seller of fruit on the street, and uh, it was an episode about uh, Australian racism, teasing us Aussies. The Kiwis were very mean <laughs> to us Australians, and a uh, brilliant episode. And Tucker and I always have that. Uh, Tucker and I always. Have have that moment together. See, if you we were at the Writers yeah. Guild Awards and you yeah. would have waved him down and yeah. you were next to me, that would have been great because, you know, he would have known you and right. no. Now but look also, at look what he's turned into. Like, yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's one of those directors amazing. who's a celebrity now. You know, right. very few directors kind of cross, like Quentin is the king of it. I mean, he mm-hmm. is, Quentin is an A-list celebrity just for being Quentin Tarantino. When you say right. that name, you think, all right, A-list celebrity. But there's so few of those guys, Scorsese's in the class, but how many of them are there at this moment? Mm-hmm. He is in that class now, like where people know him and he's a mainstream name. Right. Although he's mainly a director. Wait, did I forget Knives Out wasn't nominated? Did I forget that? No, it wasn't nominated. Uh, a screenplay. Screenplay, that's oh, right. Okay. So, oh, although yeah. they, they just announced yeah. yesterday they're doing a sequel. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they they greenlit okay. a sequel. That could even turn into a bit of a franchise. Yeah, yeah Ryan too, Johnson, yeah. he didn't actually talk at the Writers of the Lords. He yeah. actually just took pictures and left. And I was hoping to get him, but... um. 
But anyway, so guys, thanks for listening. Um, I'm going to plug my guests here and tell you to follow them on Instagram. Um, Arthur's handle is it's me, Arthur Cade. And you guys know Brad's at Brad Blanks. Um, check out their Instagrams and their Facebooks. They do amazing interviews. You can catch Arthur on NHL Celebrity Rap and you can catch Brad on WCBS Radio. So um, again, the next episode will be released Monday, February 17th. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and you enjoy the Oscars. Thanks for being here, guys. Mm, thank this was, you. This was yeah, super. We, was see great. Each, we see each other all the time on carpets. Yeah. This was so different. Good. It was right? so fun. It's right. so fun. Looks good in a t-shirt and jeans. Very casual. He and does. you look Hollywood ready. You look oh, amazing. Oh, please. Yeah, very upper east side. Yeah, I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for having me. Well done. This is yeah, good. Yeah, really great job, Laura. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys.